Greetings, Deborah's Freedom. Today will not be one of my most favorite podcasts because it is to elaborate on recent news articles, particularly regarding the recent suicides it is an inescapable mental prison for someone in pain especially when they feel that their only option is death by suicide may I take a moment to Pause to say rest in peace to the dearly beloveds that felt that leaving the world was easier than staying alive. Rest in peace. It is almost difficult to imagine the parents trying to process a loss of this magnitude. Not just the parents, but siblings, aunts, uncles, sisters, brothers, co-workers, colleagues, people that admired the dearly beloved from afar, just trying to process a loss by suicide is... Unbelievable pain, I'm certain. It's a transfer of pain. A person left to escape pain and transferred the pain to everyone to wonder could there have been something anybody could have done to avoid having to bury someone all too soon with just texts and Twitters and social media feeds to try to piece together their final thoughts. Noteworthy to all those very recent losses in the news is that we must consider the very brush with death that people look at every day take and you don't even know it look around look around 
because people hide pain very well. And truth be told, people generally do not take being depressed or having anxiety. They don't fake that. But generally, people do fake being or looking like they are okay. I predict that the true fallout from the past few years will be a onslaught of a mental crisis. The devastation of personal loss I don't believe has even been fully counted, calculated, documented, or even anticipated. So, I suggest that everybody check on their strong friends. You see, the stigma of admitting one's failures is daunting. One of the first questions I am asked as a life coach is, what will people say? And unfortunately, the Christian environment and church culture, unfortunately, look at mental health assistance in a dim light and it is relegated as thinking someone is crazy to some that are very desperate Offering church rules of engagement is foreign and futile. Going to a psychiatrist was considered taboo, but talking to some people at church in particular and extending one's own vulnerability is even harder because the church culture has been relegated to being a place where people gossip. So the cycle of suppressing one's deepest pains becomes too hard to articulate thus it becomes easier for someone to pretend especially if their trust has been violated when they dropped hints that they were on the edge yeah Life begins to be too loud to discuss and too silent for people to notice. 
seems we have been come too busy and too overly concerned about ourselves that we don't hear to listen. I would beg to suggest that there is someone that you know right now that is struggling and you don't even recognize it. I beseech you, don't be too busy to listen and listen without being judgmental. I would beg to believe that social distancing had its purpose, but it has also made many of us comfortable with not touching people. And somebody needs you to hold their hand, not just to touch and agree by the touching of two elbows. From the pulpit to the parking lot, people are slipping through the cracks because so many want the stage and the microphone experience. Heck, there are even pastors that are slipping through the cracks and holding on by a thread themselves. But you see, that outward persona must exude strength even during very weak moments. I'd like to interject as well that not everyone is praying for you. Not everyone that prays for you is even equipped and stable themselves in some cases. You ever heard of the transfer of spirits? Because not everybody looking holy is holy either. You can thank me later on that one. So in Instead of passing the offering plates, let's pass around compassion, trust, and confidentiality. Somebody on your pew, in the cubicle next to you, in your own home perhaps, needs you right now. And I assure you that offering hope does not cost one thin dime. Consider making that investment. Consider also checking out the people you work with. Check out your family members. Even check out your children. Check out the body language of normally functional people you come in contact with. People every 
we're are talking it's just that their language has changed and some are dearly hoping and praying that someone will hear their silent scream before it's too late so It may mean getting out of your comfort zone, but bridge the gap and become the person you would need in a desperate time. If you aren't able to help, perhaps you are the one who actually needs help. This is Deborah with Deborah's Freedom, and I speak life to everyone that is listening and to everyone that may be hurting today. Suicide is a spirit that is used by a spirit of premature death then premature death uses unaddressed soul issues to usher in hopelessness, things like discouragement, a distorted self-perception, and lies about the reality of a better future. I urge you, If you're hurting, seek help. Remove the stigmas surrounding why you haven't sought help. But don't seek temporary escapes. To try to suppress something that may have happened that was done to you and it was heinous enough that you never thought you'd be in that position to be the subject of a crime perhaps and you lived through it but just can't talk about it. Usually this level of dialogue is relocated to victims of domestic violence. And it's true. Most domestic violence survivors like myself have learned how to handle the post-traumatic stress deposits that's left in the mental cavities of our minds but although I lived through a heinous situation I always looked into the face of my child and realized that she needed me 
and I took courage in my hand and I went to counseling outside of a church setting and it was probably the most life-giving exercise of filtering life that I could ever tell anybody. So, I know what it feels like to go into an office and have the professional pull back layers of things you don't want to remember, but sometimes you have to go back to that mental scene of the crime in order to heal and healing is a process but you got to take the first step so I end with the deepest level of regret to the families that have to process the loss and the empath that I am, I would venture to want to join others in wishing that someone was able to reach out to the person that chose to take their life and not fix the problem as much as to help that person understand that their life is worth much more than what they have reduced it to. And there is help. So I sign off today, not as a mental health professional by any means, more as a cheerleader, cheering you on, cheering someone on to take courage in your hand and hold on tight. Whatever it is, it's not worth choosing suicide as an option. So I'm signing off today. This is Deborah with Deborah's Freedom, praying for everyone, everywhere, for a healthy mental state of being. Let's chat again soon.